Hi, hello, hola, and hello. Welcome to My Kids Think I'm Cool, but podcast. A podcast about getting knocked up in a foreign country, families living abroad, and raising children in a different culture. All while trying to keep your cool and not lose your shit. I'm your host, Jackie. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to day 20 on My Kids Think I'm Cool But podcast holiday special. For 25 days, I will be interviewing an international living abroad, and they are going to be talking about Christmas in their home country and then Christmas in the new country they live in. It can either be in Denmark, it could be in Netherlands or the U.S., but we are going to be talking about how they balance both both culture and how um, they celebrate it uh, in the home country or in, in the country that they're currently at. So today I have Krista and uh, she lives in Denmark with her family. Her husband is Dane and they have two wonderful kids together. Uh, thank you so much for joining uh, me and also talking about your Christmas and how you celebrate it uh, back in Bermuda. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Christia and mm-hmm. I've been in Denmark for the last 10 years, um, but this is the eighth country I've lived in. So oh, I've wow. done a lot of traveling, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm originally from Bermuda and I have, yeah, like you said, I have two kids. Uh, Marcus is four and Leo is nine. Um, I teach English as a second language to adults. Um, I'm starting my own company. Actually, I've started my own company teaching English here in Denmark and also online. I've expanded to uh, hopefully uh, this coming year, I'm going to um, release an online course in business English yeah great that's actually really great and that's something that's needed especially in 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 Denmark everyone's always looking to improve their English uh, since there's a lot of internationals living here Um, if you don't know Danish you you should know English to get a job so it's yeah one or the (laughs) other pretty high level as well yeah so thank you for that introduction so let's get into the uh, Christmas uh, spirit how do you celebrate uh, Christmas in Bermuda yeah, so Bermuda is a tiny little island in the Atlantic Ocean. It's uh, People often think it's in the Caribbean, but it's not. It's much further north, and it's very isolated. So, And um, Bermudians are from all different places. There are no native Bermudians. So there's, yeah. you know, British people, people of, you know, Black people mostly from the Caribbean and, yeah, who were brought there during slavery. Um, there are people who come to work from different countries and uh, end up staying. Um, mm. So the culture is a mixture of a whole bunch of things. And the Christmas traditions are also a mixture. And I think the way, like, for example, the way I celebrate Christmas in Bermuda is going to be different from the way another person with a different background, a different family history celebrates. But I think what makes it Bermudian um, is kind of that the atmosphere that's created and there are some things that we all do together that's really fun and so one of the things that when you said Christmas in Bermuda the first thing I thought about is the Christmas parade there's a big Christmas parade Santa Claus comes on a fire truck wow (laughs) but I mean you know reindeer and sleighs don't really make any sense in Bermuda (laughs) where it's you know the coldest it gets in winter is like 17 16 So, yeah, so Santa comes on a fire truck and um, and there's 
dancers and there's like it's party it's like a party you know this christmas parade um there's also a decorated boat parade so mm. the the harbor right in the middle of the city um is becomes a place for boats to have like all these Christmas lights, just like you decorate a house, they decorate their boats and there's like a big um, parade of boats and everyone stands along the harbor and the boats go by and it's really cool. Um, so yeah, and like I said, it's not cold. It's not so cold during Christmas. I mean, it's cold for us. It's like yeah. 16 degrees that's like freezing, but <laughs> it, relatively speaking, it's not so cold. So, so a lot of times people will have their Christmas meal um of course gathering the whole family and extended family and you go outside the kids are outside playing um yeah it's not usually a indoor event unless it's raining um yeah so in my family we we always had a big family reunion with you know when i say family reunion you know my grandmother had it was one of six siblings and so all the sisters and brothers and their kids and their kids and now their kids as well. So there's a huge, like, well, there was not this year, but there, yeah. <laughs> there was a huge family gathering. And I think it's much, uh, I remember it being much more informal than what we have here in Denmark. You know, everyone brings something, there's a turkey, there's a ham, um, and then there's all the side dishes. Um, I'll talk about that in a minute if you want. Yeah, that's and, great. And it's all very informal. You know, you grab a plate, you get your food, you stand up and find someone and you just have your plate in one hand and you're eating it with the other. And, you know, you go around and see your cousins and aunts and uncles and things and kind of visiting with everybody um, that you haven't seen in a few months or maybe since Easter. We also have a big family gathering at Easter. Um, I think the focus isn't as much on gifts, not at least not in our family, as it is in, in a lot of other places. Like at our family gathering with the extended family, we don't really exchange gifts. Um, you're there to see everybody. Your presents are the presents. Is yeah. the presents. <laughs> we wake up on Christmas morning, the 25th. And that's, you know, you have your tree and you have the gifts under the tree that you've gotten all through the Christmas season because we go visiting and stuff. And if people have given you gifts, they're there under your tree and you open, you start opening them Christmas morning. Um, so it's not like a big thing where everyone watches you open their gift. It's like a family thing. You know, the kids wake the parents up early, you open the gifts. And you don't necessarily have to open up all the gifts. If if you open up something and you want to play with it, then you go ahead and play with it because you have plenty of time during the whole Christmas holiday to open all the gifts. I remember saving some for the next day and the next day and um, and writing thank you cards, of course, as I opened the gifts. So yeah, I, I miss that part of the tradition where the gift giving was, uh, it was more, it was more private. And so it wasn't about, you know, what did someone give me and what should I give them in exchange? Yeah. It was more like just, I have these gifts that were, you know, someone thought of me and got me this gift. So um, I think that's one of the differences for me um, here in Denmark where, you know, you, you exchange gifts and you're expected to open it right away. Yeah. Um, 
I remember taking these gifts and putting them under the tree and waiting anxiously until Christmas morning so I could open them up. Yeah, that sounds yeah. that sounds almost close to the American way of, or not all American way, like how my mm-hmm. family celebrated it. Um, yeah. uh, Christmas in uh, Los Angeles, we just uh, gather around and everyone gets together on Christmas day and open gifts and just be together. It's not so formal. Like you sit here and you have dinner and everyone has their place and you don't move from that place. Yeah. Yeah. For, for us, it's also much more informal. And I think that Christmas breakfast was also a big deal in our family, like waking up, opening the gifts, you know, the kids would wake the parents up early and open, start opening gifts. You want the biggest one, of course. You want to open and see what that one was. Yeah. And then, um, and then I know in our family we always had pancakes and and stuff for breakfast and had a nice breakfast. And then, um, as far as I remember, my parents used to go back to bed, <laughs> and then the kids would be up playing with gifts, and and it was just a nice time until it was time to get ready to go. We would probably leave at around one and go to the family thing. But like I said, it was very open. It wasn't like we had to be there at a certain time. And we would go for a few hours. And then um, we had another part of the family that we would go and visit uh, my mother's father's side of the family. And we would have dinner over there. And it was a lot of the same food. Um, But again, it was very informal. There's no seating arrangements or anything. It wasn't really about the food. It's about being together. But the food okay. was important because it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, the food is definitely important. Mm-hmm. Um, and presents afterwards for the kids more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you incorporated? Um, actually, how, how do you how are you going to celebrate uh, in, in Denmark? Do you kind of try to incorporate some of your traditions that you had when you were younger in Bermuda? Or do you just stick to the Danish tradition of uh, celebrating Christmas? I think what I've done is, you know, and obviously this is with conversations with my husband, but it's um, altered the Danish tradition so that I, because I want some of the feeling that uh, that I grew up with, yeah. that I, I don't want the presents to be the focus of Christmas. I don't want, you know, I don't want this kind of formality necessarily with my Christmas, with my kids. I don't want them growing up with this super formality um around Christmas and um yeah so I think one of the things I like this idea of the packet Kalena yeah um I remember the first time I did it I had you know I was putting a gift in the stocking every day every night and that was a <laughs> nightmare because I'm not that kind of person I would forget and my son would wake up and like oh the elf forgot to leave a gift I'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> teeth and then all of a sudden the gift was there it was like magic um but yeah I couldn't handle that so what I started doing was getting um a lego set and you know before the first of December separating it um photocopying the instructions and separating it by some instructions each day with the pieces that correspond to it oh okay they're all like strung up along the wall in little packages and and I made these little cloth packages. So uh, the kids absolutely love it. And they, they've they come to expect it. They know that the elf is going to bring a Lego set for them on the 1st of December. And they get to, to assemble it little by little. So oh, I that's think, actually a really good idea. Yeah. I so could add, 
Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It's like the experience of it rather than what did I get? It's yeah. like they know what they got by the third or fourth day. They can figure out what the set is. Yeah. Um, but the excitement of having, you know, four or five new pieces and, you know, a page or two of instructions and putting it together and seeing it build and knowing that, you know, at the end of it, they're going to have a new Lego car in this case. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really cool. That's a good idea. Um, we do just a Sunday, um, but we committed to the Nissa. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm running out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that one year. I just, I can't, I can't. I find that because these things aren't part of my own tradition, yeah. it's all just so stressful. Like, it's just another thing to think about that doesn't have all of these positive connotations for me. So it's yeah. like the Nissa thing and the, the putting a gift every day, it was just driving me up the wall. Yeah. So I had to kind of sit down and say, okay, I need to create some new traditions that yeah. are you know, that allow them to be part of Danish culture um, without, uh, but without me having to stress over it. Yeah. It's a stressful time of year for me. Yeah. No, yeah. I can understand because last night I completely forgot to do something and mm -hmm. I'm like there at 12 o'clock at night. What am I doing? Like, what yeah. am I doing? And then I was like, <laughs> okay, I put the chairs on the table. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, with these, um, with these, uh, with the gifts, I got um, little clothes pegs that have numbers one to 24 yeah. and I have, I crocheted a string, you know, for them. And I just like click them on there and they're decorated and we have some Christmas lights around them. So the kids come down on the morning of the 1st of December and they see that the elf has been here and yeah. decorated. And so the, the, the gifts also are my decorations. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to decorate the whole house and put stuff everywhere. I change, you know, the placemats to red placemats. I throw out a couple of uh, little poinsettias and, um, <laughs> and we're good with decoration. I, yeah, I, I just don't want it to be a stressful time of year for me. So I work really hard at kind of creating traditions like the music that we play. Um, I love yeah. Handel's Messiah. And so we start playing that around December 1st. And my kids start uh, like start singing along with this classical Christmas oratorio. So it's really fun. And um, we make cookies together and stuff, um, decorate cookies and stuff. But they also do a lot of things with their, you know, famo and fafa. So the Advent gifts on the Sundays, that comes from more although it's the elf that brings it yeah <laughs> um and things like that and then the Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve is also usually with the grandparents although this year I get to host it yeah that'll <laughs> yeah. be fun are you, are you yeah. cooking the duck or the geese <laughs> so okay. are they bringing so, it <laughs> yeah no no I'm cooking the duck um that's not a problem the thing is so I'm doing the duck and the brown potatoes and stuff like that um, because for my husband's family, that is Christmas. And my yeah. my mother-in-law is making the resalamon. Okay. Um, however, I am adding a pork roast, um, which I'm going to do like how we would do it in Bermuda. Actually, normally we would have a ham in Bermuda, a Christmas ham. Oh, the good um, ones, right? Yeah. I don't know. Sweet one, know, right? If you know of anywhere where to, it, I I've been looking. One. I've yeah. been looking. If you find one, let me know. But we would take a ham and stick, um, take pineapple slices and put them around the outside with cloves. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That one. 
And if I can find a ham, a bone in uh, smoked cured ham, I would be so happy. But I'm going to satisfy myself with a pork roast. I'm going to try and get a bone in pork roast. Um, okay. But for me, for as a Bermudian, the big thing is the side dish. We have something that we call cassava pie. And um, it is the most bizarre food yeah. <laughs> you can imagine. But um, it's cassava is a root vegetable. And yeah, I know what can, cassava is. You know um, cassava. So you can buy it grated and dried. So mm-hmm. it's like almost like fine pieces. And so you soak that overnight. And then you make like a batter with it, with eggs and butter and sugar, brown sugar and cinnamon, nutmeg, all these Mm -hmm. spices, okay? And um, so imagine you've got your cassava mix. It's like almost like a cake, but it's very heavy. There's no baking powder. There's nothing to raise it. So it's like this very heavy mixture. Now, on the the next step is to boil chicken, chicken uh, legs and thighs in in some salted water and then you take these pieces of chicken without the bone you take them off the bone and put them in a layer over this cassava thing Uh and then put another layer of cassava on top and then that's heavy because cassava is heavy cassava is heavy so you bake that in the oven for like two hours because it takes a long time to cook all the way through yeah and what you end up with is like sweet spicy heavy uh delicious yeah <laughs> cassava with chicken and it's like sweet and salty and cinnamony and it's it's bizarre to think about but it's absolutely delicious and so I'm gonna make that this year you're making my mouth water <laughs> <laughs> you have to come over for some <laughs> yeah but you're gonna save cassava. me some like a big <laughs> like a little piece because I yeah. love cassava okay so yeah then- love this oh I probably would because cassava is very good specialty and I I had a friend from Canada um once for Christmas over for Christmas in Bermuda and she was trying to understand cassava pie she's like this just sounds bizarre and then she tasted it she's like okay so it's chicken cake chicken (laughs) cake cake. all right we'll go with that but yeah it sounds good to me (laughs) yeah a turkey ham cassava pie some uh, peas and rice, black-eyed peas cooked with rice. Um, and those are some of the traditional things. Um, you won't f- go full-on tradition. You're just making the pie. I'm making the cassava pie. And yeah, I'm not going to like stress out my Danish family too much. But I'm going to do cassava pie as a side dish. And if I can find a ham, I'm going to be really super happy. I've been it. looking. So I'll keep yeah. you posted because I also have yeah. been looking for a ham. The hamburger no it doesn't for me it's not the no no you need a bone you need the bone and then it doesn't have that smoked taste no and then the also with the brown sugar taste yes exactly glaze that ham with the brown uh, uh, maple maple glaze yeah oh my gosh but you can never find it here in in, uh, i think next year i'll probably find a butcher and kind of order something in advance and have them cure it for me Okay. That's probably my only, uh, I, I, I don't know. Unless I don't know if it'll taste the knows. same though. But I think if they cure it and smoke it yeah. in advance with the bone in, it's really important it has that bone in because yeah. that's where the flavor comes from. Yeah. And also in our family, it was a tradition. My, my father would take the ham bone and the turkey bones and make soup on the day after uh, Christmas. Yeah. A, a huge pot of soup. Like people would come and visit us all the next day. 
um, knowing that my father's soup was on the pot, <laughs> and then he would make soup and dumplings because my father's from Barbados, so he had okay. traditions from home, and that so it's just all mixed up. Yeah, so yeah, so I really miss that as well. Ah, uh, so you actually answered my next questions. Like, okay, what what do you miss about Christmas in, in Bermuda? I miss the the of course I miss my family. I miss that um, that feeling of hanging out with with my family. Um, we often played games like Pictionary and Yahtzee and stuff. And I know they do that here as well. But I just I miss my family. Yeah, I bet. I always miss my family around Christmas. I also miss the lead up to Christmas in Bermuda. In that lead up, like you know, the week or two before Christmas, you're visiting people. Um, my parents always baked cakes. My father decorated them. My mother baked them, and he did amazing royal icing decorations. So they would make like 20 different cakes and each one would be decorated like a Christmas gift. So the cake was the gift. And of course, fruit cake was a big thing. And my mom made really good fruit cake. And so we would go around visiting people like every day, every yeah. evening, like after school and just drop in and drop off a cake and, you know, wish them a Merry Christmas. And often they would also give us a gift, but sometimes they wouldn't. Yeah. But, you know, but we that's would not the point. It's more no, like the point we was to visit. visit. Yeah, yeah. That visiting, I really, really miss that chance to see different people and you know you get home and people are dropping by it was never arranged it wasn't like I'm coming to your house on Thursday at six o'clock no it was just you know drop by it has to be arranged here yeah. <laughs> you don't go so, surprise yeah I miss that kind of hey do we go out tonight or do we stay home and if we stayed home invariably somebody would come by and visit yeah and of course with the visiting there were always after eights and quality streets and, yeah. and these things out and so yeah that just always reminds me of Christmas and Danish butter cookies that was a part of the Bermuda tr Christmas tradition same for Denmark that's like the gift you give to like you know your neighbor or something or yeah. the teachers but we always had the blue can yep. of, the, of the Danish butter cookies and everyone had one so when you went visiting there was always the danish butter cookies and some after eight chocolates and some quality street chocolates and i always had the danish butter cookies so yeah it's really cool now to be here yeah that's what i think um <laughs> when i i came to denmark and i was like hey these cookies are everywhere oh, are they from here <laughs> I was like, oh, it makes sense now. Yeah. My uh, husband's mom worked at the factory. Oh, really? She's I... retired now. But yeah, she worked at the factory. I can't uh, find them in the blue can because I wanted to send, send some to friends. Yeah. And they're really hard to find except in the tourist stores. Um, I found them in Netto. Um, okay. But I don't know where. I thought they were just normal in regular stores. Maybe it's just like a... Like but I want the blue thing. can. Yeah, the blue can. I want the made with butter can. and not margarine. Oh, okay. The ones that you find now are made with margarine, and that doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> That's not the same. It's Danish butter cookies. Come on. <laughs> you know what's funny? My mom didn't know. My mom was first time, um, first time coming to Denmark for Christmas, mm -hmm. and she actually brought them. <laughs> not thinking. <laughs> Not thinking that it like just actually coming here, and I I didn't tell her. I didn't think she was gonna bring them. Yeah, that's so. And then she I came and I opened her suitcase. There was like two tins. I was like, Oh, mom, oh. you know these are from here. <laughs> that's so funny. Because you know, like for me, I didn't know. Like I didn't click in my head Danish cookies, yeah. Denmark. So yeah. I was like, Oh, these yeah. are good. It reminds me of Christmas.
Yeah. So my mom, mom probably thought the same. It's like, oh, this would be a great gift there. I'm like, it comes from here. There's one more thing that is so Bermudian that you will not find anything in the world, anywhere yeah. else in the world. And that is on Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas, the 26th yeah. of December. Um, we have something called the Gombes and it's these dancers and they they wear these masks and they have these hats made of peacock feathers. So you can imagine this headgear is like, you know, it's like over a meter tall. And they they have a live drum section with the drummers and snare drums and stuff. And they dance. Um, it's like a, an imitation fighting, almost mm -hmm. like how capoeira is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is a Bermudian tradition that dates back to slavery. Yeah. Um, when they weren't allowed to fight. And yeah, so they would, the, their costumes cover all of their body. You can't see who it is. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of secrecy around who's, who are the Gombes. Yeah. Um, but so the Gombe troops travel around and they come around and you can hear them drumming from way away. And everyone comes out of their houses and watches them dance and dances with them. And um, it is absolutely amazing. And I, I love the Gombes. So you, you listen out for the Gombes all day on Boxing Day. Oh, that sounds really cool and kind of really fun to see when, when yeah. you're there. Yeah, and when and you it go out, every day, you see or your neighbors, day. you see all of your neighbors there, and yeah, and it's really another time to socialize and 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 be together. Yeah, ah, that sounds so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for sharing your traditions in Bermuda and then how you do it here in Denmark and how you balance it with with your husband's family and with your traditions. And it seems like you're going to be doing it this year, a little bit different with the cassava chicken pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. My mouth is watering. <laughs> I know you made my mouth water. Well, um, thank you again. And then for the listeners, thank you for coming back. And if you want to find out what day 21 is, you'll have to come back tomorrow. Until tomorrow, everyone. Bye.